Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You've spent so much time learning about this and we can either call it quits or, you know, we can take what we've learned and just pick the best one and start building. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. To get text alerts when new episodes come out, text 310-872-2423. That's 310-872-2423. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech Podcast. We have another LA startup spotlight for you. This new VR spotlight is all about Lookabout. So I have the co-founders in the studio with me. They actually did not know what We Are LA Tech is, so you have to tell them, and they are about to learn, don't you think, by the end of this episode. So welcome to the We Are LA Tech Podcast. Did I put you on the spot? No, you threw me under the bus off the back, so I'm going to have to work my reputation back with the audience. <laughs> no worries. Go ahead. Go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about, I mean, both of you, because you mm-hmm. co-founded it, so tell us about Lookabout. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Jack. I'm CEO and head of design. We were working on a company last fall, had this crazy idea to do 360 VR stuff in December, pivoted, and we just came out with this awesome app called Lookabout. Let's you capture and share 360 content without the fancy camera or the fancy headset and Quinn. Yeah, my name's Quinn. I'm CTO, co-founder. Um, he said most of it. Yeah, just a cool VR 360 app that lets you do it all without the fancy headset. And what inspired you both to create this company? When was it first founded? Yeah, so we started working on it fall of 2015. We're both at USC, um, so when we were freshmen. And um, I just wanted to do something in the mobile app world. I'd done some companies in high school, was looking for a developer, and ran into Quinn at a dining hall. Got him on the spot, came over to my dorm that night, signed an NDA, and we literally started working that night. Um, we initially were working on a company for planning, hanging out. We just love going out, experiencing the world, exploring places. And when we had this kind of VR 360 idea, we were like, that's a way cooler way to see the world. So we just cut it cold turkey and started working on this new idea. And now we're here just releasing it. And what's, you're not, are you not from LA because you studied USC, mm-hmm. but are you from LA originally? Yeah. So I'm from a little west of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and Quinn's from Minnesota. Yeah. Minneapolis. Area. Oh, my mm-hmm. ex business partner, who's like my brother, Spencer, is from Minneapolis. Oh, no yes. I have a font. I never went to the mall, though. Oh, the Mall of America? <laughs> no. It's a big I, mall. I could have, <laughs> I've been there I never, twice. So yeah, I, I never went to the mall. So, okay. And so you created it pretty much at USC. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then and how many how, how much time out now is it? It's been live a week, I think less than a week. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, we Crazy. just got on. Any photographers listening? We're really looking to like get your feedback and try it out. And what kind of photographers? Um, Literally anyone. So I like photographers are going to these really cool places to capture. They have this cool aesthetic established. And so they might be shooting on like an icon or a Nikon or a Canon, but as long as you like bring your iPhone to a photo shoot, you're all set. Like you're in the right place. You have the right mindset. You have the skills. Just capture a look about. So, yeah. 
And when you say any photographer can bring their iPhone, how does an iPhone become a tool for virtual reality? So we, within the app, do a ton of image processing and place it on this 360 sphere. So you're essentially taking what's a modified panorama within the app and takes like five to, se- five to 10 seconds to process. Suddenly it's on this 360 sphere and it's all VR ready to view or what we specialize in viewing without the headset in this really immersive looking around way. And at what point did you feel that you were part of the LA tech community? I asked that question because one thing that I think our city is missing is unifying the universities to this kind of quote unquote Silicon Beach. And so do you even feel that you're part of LA tech right now? Or do you still feel your entrepreneurial community is primarily USC and they're separate? I can speak to that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So we started out actually at an incubator run by USC and like you're kind of getting at, it still felt a little separated, you know, separated from all of the rest of LA and especially Santa Monica area. But just like happenstance meeting Mike and like getting into science, that's kind of when for me, it really started to feel like we're in it, like we're in the whole scene, you know? And yeah. what was the USC incubator called? Did it have a special name? Yeah, it was called the USC Venture Incubation Program. And it I think it started the semester before us. Um, the guy, the guy that started Envoy Now, if anyone knows it, kind of threw it up. And then, what is Envoy Now? Envoy Now is kind of like a DoorDash, Postmates thing, except um, they use college students, so they could bring your food right into your dorm, like to your room. I don't know how it's going. Um, but then, so we came in second semester. Fortunately, it doesn't really exist anymore. Um, so we got it right at the right time. They had an event to try to let the companies in it hire students and the. That's cool. Draw to that was, yeah, Mike Jones speaking about his time at MySpace. Um, Mike Jones is the head of Science Inc. Um, incubator in Santa Monica. I had a little booth set up afterwards and Mike came up and we used to be called Packup. He's like, oh, what's Packup? Given the elevator pitch, halfway through, light bulb goes on. He's like, you need to email me. You need, like, I want a meeting. I want to meet up with this. So that was last April. Got into science over the summer and we've just been there ever since. And we like, that, I think that was definitely the defining moment where it's like, okay. We're really in the LA. It's super rad. And it's so true. Um, Science, uh, you guys may have heard of Dollar Shave Club. And so Dollar Shave Club was a part of science. There's so there's there was this awesome, awesome clothing um, line for children called Whittlebees. Um, It doesn't exist anymore, but they were so cool. And I wish and they were a part of science. And yeah, it's like a really significant incubator in town. So you're saying the USC incubator no longer exists. The, this specific one. So there's a couple different kind of entrepreneurship clubs at USC. There's uh, the most common one's called Lava Lab. It's like a product incubator. Um, the one we were in was for people that already had companies. Uh, most of them focus on people that, you know, maybe want to get their feet wet in entrepreneurship. So it's kind of a shame that like this thing really disappeared for the, because you know, USC is a very entrepreneurial ecosystem. So a lot of people are at this stage where they don't need to learn about it. They need to just start getting their hands dirty and like mentor me with my company. So um, you know, someday maybe we can bring it back or really advocate for it. But yeah, it's kind of dropped off the map at that stage. What would you say is a way that we could unite this, again, quote unquote, Silicon Beach? And the way the reason why I say quote unquote is I think Silicon Beach, some people think it just means Santa Monica. I really think L.A. Tech is spans from Orange County all the way to Santa Barbara and like downtown and Silver Lake all the way to the beach. L.A. Tech at Los Angeles is vast. But how can we unite the university communities with what's going on in the LA tech ecosystem. Yeah. So I, I think the best thing is like intimate founder slash investor meetups where it's like literally anyone in LA, you're starting a company, you're at a company, come and meet up. But 
it's hard to do because, you know, the organizer has to make money on that. And the second you'd be like, hey, you know, $20 to get in, $100 for a booth, it just cuts off all interest. Like we get so many emails like, hey, like we'd love to have this clearly sourced name from a website crawler at like our thing. You're a perfect fit. Um, and then we go and look and it's like like $850 for a booth. And it's like, like a lot of people are going to be there, but like we're like we're a cash strap setup. We aren't going to like yeah. flip that out. Um, so some way where it's just like a, you know, maybe some company sponsors gets like marketing space there, but a free place for people to meet up just and like just a really cool modern atmosphere. Nothing like mass market. We're trying to monetize you guys. Right, like, right. We really just want to connect you. That's cool. I know what I've met with a lot of the professors at the various colleges, and it's something that I have in the back of my mind all the time. Like, how can we are tech somehow like sync up? You know, they, I mean, we at the university there's so much great talent and the city constantly complains that there's not enough engineering talent that there's not enough this there's a, there actually is they're all at the mm-hmm. universities yeah. but we're not communicating to one another for some reason it's crazy and so i just really want to bridge that gap um so that you know our wonderful engineers and everybody else will stop moving to san francisco <laughs> and stay here yeah science inc is doing a ton of like a ton of new young people are coming in yeah like Maybe not necessarily college, but like fresh out of college, they're really. I've noticed that they're starting to bring them in, so that's awesome. Been a huge, yeah, awesome. definitely. And the, just the presence of you know companies that are starting to get really big, um, like the uh, like snapping down here. Google's got a big office, and Facebook's building yeah. one down here, um, and that really just it's like for the developers, the engineers, it's like oh, you know, I don't need to move to the bay anymore. Like there's some sweet offices here, and totally. I can go like surfing, and it's nice, and like totally. all the benefits mm-hmm. of being in LA. Amen to surfing. Um, And for all the links that we've been discussing and resources, Carl, our teammate, does the best to put in the show notes. You guys just check out the show notes. So let's get back to look about. Mm -hmm. So how many people are in your team? Uh, There are three of us right now. So yeah, I do all the design kind of business marketing Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And then um, I'm the CTO, so coding side. Um, Then over the summer, actually, we brought on our third member. His name is Peter. He um, took over a huge back-end role for us, which was really helpful. And now him and I are really court, like hitting our stride with you know coordinating on the development side and switching off just to keep it fresh, stuff like that. So three total. And what do you program in? Um, we are in Swift. Why did you choose Swift? Peter and I both started in Objective-C a while ago, and then Swift came out. I don't remember exactly when, but it just, to me... And he agrees, I think it's a cleaner language. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are stuck in Objective-C just because that's what they started their companies literally with. But we are fortunate to have, you know, to start with Swift. Which is very, very cool. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Is, are there any engineering resources that you recommend here to learn how to develop your codes u- utilizing Swift? Uh, my biggest resource and uh, it's just Google, man, like Stack <laughs> Overflow, like to be honest. Um, I've watched some Stanford courses. There's a course called like CS193P. It's free. It's on iTunes U. So that was huge in getting me started. Um, Just, you know, looking up YouTube tutorials. Very cool. Mm -hmm. And where are you in the phase of your company now? You launched your mobile app recently. And so you're out of complete beta. It's still kind of beta, but it's it's, like a live beta, mm -hmm, public beta. And by the way, while we're on that note, people who want to check it out as they're listening, where do they go to install it? Is it on iPhone and Android or just iPhone? It's iPhone only. um, Doesn't work on iPad, but just search look about on the app store and we should be the only result. Look for the blue binoculars, but. 
Awesome. Yeah. And how many subscribers do you have so far or installs? Or- yeah, I think we're at 33 and we were like 20 yesterday. Like we literally a week on um, and we're just doing rapid feedback iterations and stuff. Um, so a lot of core features are missing right now, but we're just like, can we get people to post 360 content that never do? And that's proving true. So it's like super exciting right now. Yeah, we're enjoying getting these quality users on. It's very, very entertaining. Yeah. If you had one ask of the community, there's thousands of people that listen to the show. If there was one ask, something that like would just be a dream for you to happen in a month, is it you'd want more people installing? Are you looking to raise? Are you looking for another teammate? What's that one pain point that the community can support you on? I I think it really comes down to the content. Um, 360 and VR, it's kind of just been this really random slosh together of stuff and so I, I think the number one thing we're looking for right now is like, if this idea sounds interesting to you, something, you know, you you don't need any 360 VR experience. Just you want to get your feet wet. No one has shaped this medium. You know, there's like different styles of, you know, portrait photography, all this other stuff. But no one's been like a leader in 360 yet. There's no standard. How do I do this? So if this sounds interesting to you, like we'd love for you to reach out to us. We're looking for photographers to feature on the app and like get your feet wet. We're going to be fully supporting you. And like, we just want to feature you guys to new users to, and like you have the chance to become like the guy for 360 photographer, like the girl that shaped this really revolutionary style of 360. Yeah, exactly. And with that, the feedback we're getting from um, the artists that we're getting on now is super helpful. Like we're putting builds out every couple of days just from what they've said. And you know, the more that we have, the better. What was the inspiration in creating this in the first place? It, so I love we, your smile. Yeah, you no, it, it's, a re, it's a really interesting story. Okay, so cool. we were working on this planning app. It was text-based only, like, say, if you're free or busy, and then go and hang out. And um, Mike at Science, we have weekly product meetings with him. He's really pushing for us to put pictures in, you know, like a status. Mm-hmm. So he finally told me this interesting story, and I was like, okay, you know, I, I see the use case. So Christmas break, I was at home just working in experience design. Um, all the designers listening— Ditch sketch, go right to Adobe Experience Design. <laughs> I love it. Make the leap. Um, and I was just working on the feed design. We threw in just a square picture and I threw this border on. It was like a gray border. And if, if you guys have ever seen like a spy movie where someone's like crawling through the vent and looks into the room, it's just like clicked to me like I should be able to look around in this room. And at that moment, it's like we need to ditch this and do 360 VR. So we just started building right from then, knew exactly yeah. what we wanted to do. and just been shaping it over the last four months but yeah it was was pretty clear it was a pretty easy decision for us like it involved total redesign of the app blah 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 everything but i mean we didn't really have any it was just such a huge opportunity and it's like exactly up our alley of just like we love experiencing places like this is the best possible way it was just so exciting new tech and like it's really fun so that's awesome we've kind of answered this but i just want to be extra certain on the answer why LA and not another tech city? And I imagine the answer is because of science or is that, or is there a bigger answer? Well, I'd, I mean, really the answer is like, we got, we went to USC, like, and we're in Los Angeles. So that's where we started it. Um, but Science Inc., of course, you know, being in Santa Monica, we want to stay in Los Angeles, actually being here and being able to go into the office and meet with people all the time. That's huge. More than just a phone call. And we just we love it here. Yeah. And you're working out of science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Santa Monica. In Santa yes. Monica. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I think a big thing, it's just kind of like our personalities and why, you know, we're doing this app. We just love really cool places and going to them. And, you know, like with the questions come up, like, you know, say this starts getting big. Do we move up to the Bay? Do we stay down here? 
Um, and if you're up in the Bay, it's, you know, say you're Menlo Park, Palo Alto or whatever, it's pretty dead compared to here. Mm-hmm. It's very suburbia, small town, quiet, and there's a lot of tech companies. But that's like, everyone you meet there, it's like, hey, I'm doing tech. This is what I built in tech. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we really like that variety. Whereas down in LA, it's like, I'm a huge skier. So just pack up my bags, four hours, I'm at Mammoth. Come back right. the next day, I go surfing at the beach. Then I go for a hike in Malibu. And then there's, you know, I literally drive 30 minutes and just complete culture change between like Santa Monica to Venice to Manhattan Beach to downtown LA to Pasadena. Um, there's just so much more culture and stuff going on here outside of tech. Right. And that's what, that's what we love. I agree. Yeah. What, what resources in LA do you recommend? Maybe a specific event that you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys have to check this out or uh, a website or I know Built in L.A. I, I find Built in L.A. Do you guys know of Built in L.A.? I've heard of it. Yeah. It's it's a website that has articles um, on everything going on in L.A. I, I think they do a great job uh, like on just what's up or the top mm-hmm. five companies to pay attention to, et cetera. Is there some resource uh, outside of USC or science that you guys are, are like, hey, you guys should really listen to this or check this out? It depends what you're working on. Like, Jack, you went to that, I forget what it's called, the Photography Festival. It's like a walk oh, through cool. Los Angeles downtown um, and through some warehouses that they made into, you know, studios. And that makes sense for us to go to because we're around the people that we want to have on Lookabout and giving us feedback. And, you know, we searched that out. We found that. And so really just being super active on sites like that when you're just talking about anywhere else, Twitter, just Instagram, mm-hmm. like looking for things that you can use to learn and like accelerate your product. I actually love that you said that, Quinn. My favorite CMO that I really look up to, Jeff Harmon, used to say, I don't understand why marketers go to marketing conferences. They should go to where their audience is. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I think the biggest thing, because we're, we're mainly talking about, you know, prospective people getting into tech that want to kind of break in. Um, it, like, it's not going to be, oh, I'm going to unlock this resource and suddenly I'm in. It's like, you need to like stop thinking about building stuff and just go build it mm-hmm. and start talking to people. Um, you're going to need to meet, like, you're never going to meet someone that knows someone in tech if you don't have something out there and give them a reason to talk about and make that connection. So, like, you know, when we set out with Packup, our first company, like last fall, we just started building. It wasn't like, okay, we need to find an investor and then this incubator and then we can do right. it. It was like, we're just going to build it, see what users say, and then start going from that. And that's how we ended up networking kind of into science. Um, it, it really is just like, get your hands dirty. It's probably not going to work right away, <laughs> but you're going to learn so much and you're going to meet people. So it's just like, be outgoing, you know, go to these places, like really anywhere your perspective audience could be. You don't even have to have it built. It's like, if you have this idea for something and your primary target audience might be there, go up. People are super nice. If you're just like, like everyone acknowledges the LA tech scene. It's like, hey. I'm thinking of this idea. What do you think? And you'll get so much valuable feedback. I so. love it. And before we move forward, one thing I want to briefly touch upon is you've brought up a few times that you pivoted. You started as one thing and you became something else. First, can you describe to me what is pivoting? Mm-hmm. And then being a startup is hard. What kind of decision-making processes did you have to go through to decide to pivot? Yeah. So for people that don't know what pivoting is, um, there's different degrees, but it's kind of most extreme and like especially the mobile app world. Um, It's, you you know, you're basically working on this idea. It's going fine. Or I guess there's a couple circumstances that could bring up a pivot. So um, in our case, like, you know, the app was going fine and we just discovered this new opportunity where 
it, it was different. We couldn't necessarily like terraform the app into this. It was like mandated just this total switch in what the product was. Um, most common cases for pivots though are you're doing this product, it's not working, and you're you know like usually people in tech really love tech. So at that point, it's either like you know we just spent say a year building this thing, it didn't work. We have so much domain knowledge that we didn't have a year ago. We can either call it quits and throw all that out. Or, you know, we can take what we've learned and just, you might have had a few ideas in the way and evaluate those, and, but just, you know, pick the best one and start building. And it, it's really just like, you've, you've spent so much time learning about this. And if you were to stop and do something different, like you have to go through that whole learning process again. But the fact that you have this whole year of learning and then now you're able to start fresh, no restrictions, there's a lot you can do with the pivot. So it, it's really exciting. Um, users, you've probably, or listeners, you've probably heard of like house party or stuff. <laughs> and um, that that's kind of the the biggest pivot we would refer to um, when we were looking at doing this. Um, before Facebook like introduced Live, there was pretty much Periscope and Meerkat. Periscope right. got bought by Twitter. Twitter was kind of first to Live. Facebook Live comes out. And Meerkat kind of just got left in the dust in a sense. Right. Users dropped off. But they had a whole like bank of knowledge on how to do live streaming, how to get it in people's hands. They had all the tech built. So they just repackaged it as this, you know, like they didn't even have to write new tech. It's like literally... We already have the live streaming software written, change the format, and suddenly House Party comes out and just blows up and gets everywhere. So um, don't think of a pivot as like something to be afraid of. It's like a really exciting new opportunity to do. Awesome. Um, yeah. No, I love it. Thank you. Because I think when people invest so much time into one particular idea or thing, it's this weird psychological process like, oh, am I quitting or mm-hmm. <clears throat> am I not trying hard enough or, you know, and it, so I think it's good to embrace that you gained a lot of knowledge and how can you utilize this knowledge to make yeah. a savvier decision? And it's not quitting. It's it's improving. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What does L.A. Tech mean to the both of you? What does that term mean? Well, in high school, I don't know, like California from Minnesota, he's from Wisconsin, so he might feel the same way. You know, like California's like, oh, like technology, computer science, like products, cool stuff, Facebook, all that. And to me, it's it's changed a little bit being in it, but before it's like this this golden coast of opportunity. And now that we're in it, it's still the same, but we feel like empowered to be a part, like that we can be a part of it. It's not like this unreachable task. And so it's kind of changed in my eyes that way, but still like has the wow factor, still has the like the very like the dream oriented thing. So Yeah, I like when I just think LA Tech, like in my mind, I just get like warm like sun, like warmth. It's like laid back, good vibes. It, it doesn't feel like robotic like you might think like Silicon Valley or San Francisco right. Bay Area. It's just like I I don't know, like I literally like get like flashes of Venice Santa Monica, surfing, sun, like your guys logo on the door over there just like really like captures like just the color and the feel oh, of it thanks man uh, thanks to chris mardelli <laughs> one of the most amazing designers in la yeah so I, it's just yeah and it still has that draw you know like coming from wisconsin milwaukee where it's really all just heavy industry manufacturing insurance banking and now like it's all these cool product companies media companies like freaking hollywood's right here and it's just like totally like um <laughs> the other day at the office we're yeah. just we're sitting in there we have this glass front and yeah. Michael walk guests through and show people. Yeah. And um, we're, you know, we're working. I look up. I'm like, oh, you know, someone's just looking in. And I look up again. And I was like, oh, wait, that's BJ Novak. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like darted out of the office to go try to find him. But it's so we were just like so starstruck. And so there, there's still that constant glow of like, 
Like it's such a dynamic culture down yeah. in LA. Like, yeah, it's just awesome feeling. What is one LA tech talent or company that you come across lately who've really impressed you? Both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, there's another company in science it's called Prey. It's a mobile app and it's your destination for faith, your faith destination. And for me, it strikes me, it's like a place you can go to feel good. Because what um, Steve, their CEO, is talking about a lot, and he's been talking to us about like purpose. And when you go on Facebook, I don't know about most people, but most people we know, you go on Facebook, you see like 12 kind of dumb, right. funny videos, you're done. You're like, okay, that was yeah. kind of entertaining. Maybe same for Instagram. And when you go on this Pray app, it's people saying prayers. You see people donating to um, causes, and it kind of just makes you feel good. It makes you feel faithful. And that's been a huge kind of like eye-opening thing for me that a social app doesn't just have to be like, oh, that was entertaining, like blah, blah, blah. It can be something more. So that's been pretty cool to learn and hear from them about that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of just one thing that's and do really- you just Do you just search Pray in the Apple Store? I, th- I think, I think so. it's invite or, right they, now. Pray.com. Yeah, it is. Pray. No way. They got pray.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, how, is, how crazy is that? No. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I won't allow it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where it shows up. I think they have Come one of those on. name dash something. positive? Yeah. Positive. So, pray.com. Go on and just really give it a shot. They're kind of still in that alpha how beta state. In the what? <laughs> they, yeah, they have it. Um, And the, the CEO there. P-R-A-Y.com. Mm-hmm. You got it. I need to look at it. I can't. <laughs> like, I can't. That's insane. Okay. Yeah. So I. Wow. <laughs> I, I guess just thinking of it, like, yeah. Um, Steve Gatena, the CEO at Prey, he's just really blown oh, yeah. my mind lately. He's just this crazy dude. Um, just, he also went to USC. He's just crazy like story. He's, he's won a Rose Bowl, and then he did like two companies, and now he's at Prey, and it's just like, it like the one of the really good things about being in an incubator is, yeah. You know, like if if you're working on the startup alone at a college or you know, at night or your normal job, it's, it's really just you and then your normal friends and whatnot. But being an incubator, it's you're, you have this whole surrounding environment of right. like everyone else is starting this company with like, we can talk at a much right. higher level about important stuff. So like they're on the third floor, we just walk up, talk to Steve, so talk cool. to the prayer team. Um, people, one other person, Benoit, uh, Vater, sorry if I butchered your name, Benoit. <laughs> um, so science, they used to have a mobile department and they spun it off. It's called Mammoth Media now. And uh, Benoit kind of heads it up and they release this. They, they used to do Wishbone. It's for a younger audience. They like like 5 million monthly actives. They came out with this app called Yarn, which is sort of like Hooked, where it's fiction storytelling in the text form. And that has just been killing it lately. So it was so cool. Like we've been in there the whole time when Yarn was incubated and That's just so cool. seen it to full production. Mm-hmm. So Benoit is killing this team down there. And you guys definitely will, will include all links and companies in the show notes. How can people connect with you guys? Yeah, we love visitors. We love mm-hmm. emails, just feedback and whatnot. Um, anyone feel free to email me, jack at packup.io, J-A-C-K at P-A-C-K-U-P dot I-O. Yep, same with me, Quinn at packup.io, Q-U-I-N-N at P-A-C-K-U-P dot I-O. And not to be confused that if you go to the Apple Store, make sure to look up Lookabout, yes. right? We, mm-hmm. Yeah, we did the pivot and pack up our old name. We're so busy working on Lookabout. We just haven't had time to go back, change the incorporation stuff and whatnot. But. No worries at all. We'll make sure to include all the right stuff awesome. so everybody can find you. Super simple. 
You guys, thank you so much for spending your time on the We Are LA Tech podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Thank I, you. <laughs> this has been like, it's been really great. I I think that the topic of connecting universities to the community doesn't get discussed enough. And I love just your drive and I love your discussion on purpose and having an empowering community around you to help accelerate your growth. And I think it's been just a really great conversation. Yeah, and thank I appreciate you. you guys spending the time. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. All right, you guys, in order to listen to your the next episode, just click on the Apple app and you can hear my voice and the next LA Startup Spotlight. I'm actually going to bring in the next guest real quick because my favorite part about this epic sound studio is that everybody gets to meet one another. So you guys hang tight for one second so you could hear the next person. Me. How's it going? Terrence, man. Nice to meet you. Jack. Jack Terrence, man. Nice to meet you. Hi. Ira, nice to meet you. Yeah, you got a Firebase, Ira. Probably developed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Gotcha. What, uh, what, so food, food, food tribe. tribe? What do yeah, you do? Yeah, Food Tribe. Food Tribe is a cause-based digital gift card loyalty program for restaurants. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah. okay. card-based? That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So as part of our model, um, for every gift card that we sell, at least one meal is donated to the LA Food Bank. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah, very yeah, cool. I like yeah. that. And pack up? Yes. Uh, well, look about Former now. Name, yeah. Look about. But, yeah, it's a, an app that lets you share and capture the and 360 experiences. Oh, sweet! Without the fancy headset. Sweet. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. Lets you share and capture it without like a Gear VR. Or something. Yeah, without yeah. a Gear VR, without the Gear 360 camera. So you can use your regular like iPhone camera. Yeah. Is there an attachment? Nope. Interesting. Yeah. What about you? Back here. I do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, you built the We Are Like Tech mobile app. Tech mobile app. Oh, nice. So he just so, captured um, that on the phone. And yep. then I did some do That's some sick. other stuff uh, working on a chat bot, but it's not in this mm-hmm. the We Are Like Tech Slack yet. And then I have some startups yeah, I'm working you. on. Yeah. Teach classes at General Assembly. Worry about mm-hmm. what are your guys' uh, roles? Uh, CEO and head of design. Oh, nice. CTO. Yeah. Nice. We're um, co-founders. So nice. Like That's awesome. Projects oh, right solo now. Solo founder. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. still yeah. rocking solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, how long ago yeah. has it been out? Uh, so, we're Food Tribe so has been in blog form, or was in blog channel for about seven months. We recently got into the App Store probably four or five months ago. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm super excited, like jumping around with multiple projects. That just sounds super I mean, it's all kind of, we're technically like in MVP mode. It is. But ideally, you're going to be in beta by the end of the year. What's your background that you're doing like on the food stuff? I mean, I've been working in restaurants since high school. Otherwise, started out as a host. Eventually, actually, I mean, I think it goes back to being a kid. I just like cooking. Oh no! No, no worries, no worries. I parked and then I was just like hanging out in the area. Are you okay with where you parked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like right behind you guys, so I think it's just like two. How many people are in pack up or not pack up? Look about, yeah. Look about, okay. Three total. So it's Jack, CEO, me, CTO, and then we brought on a third developer over the summer. Or a second developer over the summer. Last summer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, cool. So three total. How long have you guys been around for? Uh, we started hacking at an app last fall. Like, okay. Or yeah. I guess two falls ago now. Nice. Uh, we're sophomores at USC. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah. back then. And then we pivoted in December. And this is our first week on the App Store with the new product. Congrats. So, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really US, cool. USC is an awesome network. It's My girlfriend unreal. went there. And yeah. it's been she. She's been out for at least like ten years and still like gets together with all three of us. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's such yeah. an awesome environment. So yeah, I've I stopped out. This is my first semester mm-hmm. off school, and then Quinn's like, 
still in it. Sort of hanging Technical in there. Technically part-time, though. <laughs> yeah. Are you guys just like, you thinking about making the jump and going look about full-time? Or? Uh, that's, he is. That's the goal. Yeah, nice. Right fall. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, We're dude. about to start raising, so. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. We'll see. Where's the, what's the status of the app now? Is there a beta? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, yeah, like a public beta on the App Store. It's um, an App Store? Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're getting a... Uh, search look about. And yeah. Boom. Download right it. There. Right. No pressure to download right now. <laughs> no, I definitely want to write it down. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. Yeah. So cool. right now we've got beta going and we've got a bunch of um, photographers. We're just getting on and trying to get feedback. Yeah. If you guys do photography or have photography friends... Love to have uh, them reach out to us. We're looking for people to feature in our app for kind of certain categories. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's cool. really cool. You guys want to create like a network out of it, or yeah, yeah, exactly. kind of think like Instagram for three hundred and sixty VR yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, as that's as the the hardware ramps up, you know, it becomes more commonplace. You want to be that spot. Yeah, I'm really curious how you get without special hardware. It's how you get the three hundred and sixty. It's sort of like. Special version of a panorama, and then we do all the image processing and throw it on the sphere, um, and then that's how it's able to be used. So like just that. with the yeah, so just with the phone. Yeah, just with the phone, it's like, it's like one eighty, te- technically yeah. one eighty, and we just wrap it around. Um, but like mm-hmm. you'll be able to upload with your three sixty, Insta three sixty, any nice. cameras or whatnot, mm-hmm. and it'll just show in the same spot and basically look the same as the other content. Nice, makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. so the field of vision is going to be here, but then the picture captures all this other data like above and below it. Uh, so you can look up and down. So too. you you can right now um, for most of it, just in how we're processing the image. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Go once the three sixty cameras in, then it'll be like full. Are you going to support if someone has like a 360 attachment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're working on uploading stuff right now. But right now, when I was a little girl playing in my father's office, I dreamed of learning how to code. But my dad wasn't a coder, he was a businessman. And I never got to learn how. And it's been something that I've been curious about my whole life. And now, like, this whole world is startup and tech crazy. And I just want to know how to code too. Hack Reactor makes coding professionally go from being a dream and something that you just desire to have to really being a legitimate programmer. You could get a job straight away after. Even if you've been curious and you want to improve your skills and you're working in the marketing department and you happen to have to learn how to do HTML and you want to take your steps that much further, you got to check out Hack Reactor. Hack Reactor is the trusted environment, academic level education to go to to become the best programmer that you could possibly be. Not only will you get the education, but you'll get the support from them to make sure that you're not alone in the journey. HackReactor.com. We Are LA Tech, hosted by Esprit Devora, has been a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.